Hey everybody, welcome back to the Outcomes Rocket. Saul Marquez here, and today I have the privilege of hosting Sonia Singh. She serves as the Chief Insights Officer at Avia, and she leads the Digital Insights Research and Thought Leadership Function at Avia, ensuring that Avia brings the latest in digital innovation and market research in emerging digital capabilities and solutions. You guys have heard several podcasts on our show from folks from Avia. This will be a great extension to the work that you've already heard about. Sonia also works as a strategic advisor to leaders at health systems and digital solution companies to help them navigate technology and strategic decisions. Sonia, so glad that you could make the time to be here with us. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. And look, we're going to have a lot of fun talking about the work that that you personally are doing and that Avia, the service that Avia delivers to to the network of providers and companies that you've established. But before we do, talk to us a little bit about you. What is it that inspires your work in healthcare? Yeah, it's a great question. I grew up in healthcare settings. So both my parents worked in medicine. Dad was a doctor, mom was a nurse, uncles, aunts, everybody worked in the hospital. So I grew up running around hospital floors and medical buildings. And so it's just a profession I've I've known in my family all my life. Of course, the the question is, why didn't you become a doctor? So it's like, oh my gosh, it's going to take forever to read all those books and go through medical school. (laughs) But I did You're like, give me chat GPT. Exactly. But (laughs) I still wanted to be connected to the industry. So I pursued a different path to end up more on the strategy and yeah. business administration consulting side of healthcare. And it's just one of those professions, having seen it personally, having seen the lives that have been touched by my own parents in the care that they have provided, that my broader families provided, and knowing that this is a profession that has mission attached to it. So almost every day you feel, or you can trace the work that you do back to impact on society back to impact on humankind. And I think that is so, that is what sort of keeps me deeply connected to the work and keeps me inspired and passionate about continuing to do this work. And there's so many needs, right? If we just look at the problems we have in healthcare. I've seen some of the work of healthcare in India where I grew up, and I've seen the last 20 years here in the US seeing the healthcare, US healthcare system and knowing that the challenges we have. So we have a lot of work ahead of us. We need all the people who are doing this work to continue doing this to address some of those things. I love that, Sonia. Yeah, it, it is, tra- I love the word you use, traceable. And, sure. and, and it's traceable to the impact we make to people, to communities, it's global. I love somebody on the podcast a few months ago said, healthcare is not a vertical, it's a horizontal. And it touches all the verticals, right? And that <laughs> they said it so well. I'm just kind of stealing that that line because I love it. And your traceability thought is so key. It, it really is. And so thank you for sharing that. What for those that haven't heard about Avia, let's level set yeah. with them, right? I think it's a good opportunity for awareness on the organization. So talk to us about what Avia does and how you add value to the healthcare ecosystem. Yeah, good question. And I was lucky enough to discover Avia almost six years ago and just so amazed by the mission, uh, the work, the impact of Avia in the ecosystem. So think about Avia as a digital transformation partner to health systems. So we, we work with a network of health systems that are really committed to using digital as a strategic lever to advance their strategies. So at, the, at our core, we truly believe transformation is needed. We truly believe digital 
is what is going to create and accelerate that transformation in new and innovative ways. So obviously there's two parts of the ecosystem, right? So there's health systems who need the digital transformation to be sustainable, to scale, to serve their communities in a long way, uh, long, long sustainable way. And then there's the digital health companies who are looking to partner with those health systems to accelerate that work. So those are the two parts of the ecosystem. On the health system side, which has been our, our work traditionally, we have spent so much time with the health systems in our network, growing them, really helping them navigate their digital transformation journey, whether that's identifying what should be the problems we're solving with digital, where is that greatest opportunity, the why, the what, and the how, right? So the business case for why should we act here? What could, what are the types of results in the ROI we will see? We help people identify best fit digital solutions. We take them through this long multi-year relationship and we do this in a very collaborative way. So the essence of Avia is multiple health system leaders coming together to collaborate, share ideas, use the insights that Avia provides and lift all boats through that. So that's one side of the ecosystem, right? Health systems. We also believe that serving solution companies or digital health companies that are looking to advance digital transformation in healthcare is part of our mission as well. So we work with them to help them understand, hey, if you're an online scheduling company or if you're a virtual nursing company, if you're a remote monitoring company, help you understand what are the problems health systems are trying to solve. How are they navigating solving those problems? How do you fine tune your offering, your roadmap, your product, even your marketing language so that it becomes more accessible and more appealing to health systems? So helping them them grow faster, helping them fine tune their products and health, helping health systems as well navigate all the potential solutions, all the innovation that's happening in the industry and navigate them through that ecosystem. That's awesome, Sonia. Thank you for that recap. And is there a payer element to any of what you do? Is there a payer part of it or is it mainly health systems and, and companies? Not payer right now. Okay. Um, we continue to explore other aspects of the sure. ecosystem, but right now we are firmly committed to health systems as our primary stakeholder. Got here. it. Okay, cool. No, thanks for sharing that. It's a great network, folks. If you've heard of them, you obviously know about them. But if you haven't, this is a great opportunity to be exposed to a phenomenal organization that is really just playing an important role as both curator and matchmaker of phenomenal insights and technologies to scale healthcare. And Sonia said it best. So certainly explore them. We'll leave notes in the show notes for you to access their website and Sonia. Okay. So what do you think that you guys do better than what's already out there, Sonia? Yeah, there's a range of solutions as you think about from if you're a health system and looking to figure out digital, navigate digital. Either there's companies that give you insights and intelligence and reports. You can know one of the companies out there, you can see market landscapes. And then there's companies that do just consulting, but then they come and go. They give you a great report, but then they're gone. So what's different about Avia is that we anchor on insights, market-leading insights. So we have a lot of deep intelligence. That's the team that I lead on everything that's happening in the ecosystem, not just innovative companies, but also where are the industries heading? What are the big moves you should be making? How should you be thinking innovatively? And those insights are very practical, so they can actually be applied very easily to any given situation. 
So we marry that with a long-term relationship. So the anchoring or the in the business model of Avia is that it is a multi-year membership. So we don't just come and go. So we do provide consulting, but we're different from your traditional consulting firm where we don't come and then we leave you. We are actually yeah. there with you along for the ride. So it's a commitment to seeing that our recommendations, our advice, the intelligence and insights we provide can actually work in your environment. And if it doesn't, then we come back and regroup and make sure it, and iterate on it to make sure it works. So our, I would say our market insights is what's different. We have subject matter experts who are looking at new spaces every day, going really deep in understanding the problems and where digital can solve so this market insights. There's the long-term relationship aspect of our membership model. And I think those two combined is makes us different. The other thing I would say is we are very committed for it to for all our recommendations and insights to be actionable. So we're you're not about the shiny object. We're not about that. And then we really take the idea of the economic viability of digital investments very seriously. So we've invested in a digital performance team that is really thinking about calculating impact about how do you build the ROI for digital investments, which is different from your typical investment. That's looking at different types of impact calculators and estimators. And these tools become really useful for health systems to advance to the next step. So yes, we've got all stakeholders all aligned on, we want to do this cool thing in digital, but then how do you actually convince the CFO? How do you convince the leadership team to make this investment? And then we can track the results of those investments over time to see Yes, here's the proof that this digital investment led you to this result. And that's part of how we provide value as well. That's different. That's fantastic, Sonia. And folks, if you're on the health IT, SaaS, medtech side, I'm sure a lot of the things that Sonia just said, you're probably like, oh my gosh, I'm dealing with that right now. Because it could be frustrating at times. And how do you actually put together a solution that both hits those market needs and could answer the questions of a strict CFO. Yeah, sure, you got the CIO maybe interested, but man, it's not getting past that CFO. So these things are the ones that that really, if we don't figure out, hold us back. And Sonia, really appreciate you you offering the value there because it is different. And if people, this is a question for later, but I'll just ask it now. If people want to reach out to you and find out more about how to engage as a company or a health system, how do they do it? I think Avia Health, our website, you can reach us from there. We host a number of different events, webinars, and such that provide our access information. Of course, if you want to reach out to me on LinkedIn, it's Sonia Singh. I, cool. I would love to hear from you as well. Love it. Love it. Thanks for the invite, folks. Take her up on it. It's about taking action and making things happen. Don't just sit on what you hear. Take action. Get on the rocket. Okay. So, Sonia, let's talk about biggest setbacks. What's one of the biggest one you've seen or experienced and what learning has come out of that? Yeah, I'll tell a personal story because I think this was a, a great learning for me yeah. in my own journey. So before Avia, I've done a lot of healthcare consulting for other firms mm-hmm. and a lot of M&A work. So in one of the big M&A projects that I was leading, so it's one health system taking over another. I was leading multiple work streams, had a big team. Running hard because in any M&A project, you've got to meet some really big deadlines and there's a lot of pressure and a lot of scrutiny and a lot of eyes on it. So 
I thought it was doing great. Just like, you know, running hard, we were making sure the projects were meeting timelines. We were coordinating amongst hundreds of people across multiple time zones. And then I started hearing from folks, from the stakeholders involved, as well as from my team. And finally, there was just this rumbling that was happening of just sort of dissatisfaction or just like people dragging their feet. And like, I was like, wait, what is happening? Our project plan is going to go off the rail. Yeah. Yeah. And so finally, somebody took me aside, another senior leader there who was part of the transition and shared with me, which I so appreciate when people get feedback this way, is you have to realize that in the process, like I was focused on the process of getting stuff done, moving all this technology over, making sure we combine all the things. It is very tech oriented, very process oriented. So you got to remember that these are people's everyday lives. Yeah. The way they've done things, the teams that they were part of, and all of that is changing as part of this work, right? So suddenly they have new teams, a part of their teams are, may not may mm. no longer be there. The things, the tech that they've been used to using, suddenly you are like putting a new tech that they have to use that creates change for them. And it was just such a great learning of in all of the things that we do. You can execute strategies well, you can put in new technology well, but change and culture it actually plays a really significant role. And it's not something you get put on a project plan as a line item right. because it's one of those intangibles and you can't measure it too well. But that can be a determinant, a huge determinant of the success of any project. And so I carry that with me at Avia too. And every time we do one of these digital strategy projects or we talk about new innovations, you have to start to think about all the people who are affected. And that's both, I think about this change you can think about in so many ways as the upskilling sometimes it's required that can be very scary for mm-hmm. people from a visual upskilling. And you hear all these discussions about AI either being very scary or very exciting to people, depending on their mindset. And then there's the adaptive change too. Just the work that I did, the people I worked with is going to be different. And are people ready for that? So the cultural change aspect. So even though it felt like a setback at that time, because suddenly it felt like the project was going to go off the rails and I couldn't understand why, the biggest learning for me, which I've carried on for so many years, is you cannot underestimate or ignore the people, the culture, the change management aspect of any of our work. Totally. Yeah, that's a great learning, Sonia. And we often get tunnel vision, right? Like you're, <laughs> you have a thing you have to do and you get focused on that tunnel vision. And it, so what do you do? Like, do you have a process for making sure you address this? Do you add it as a line item, as a checkpoint? You do, and you do that as a reminder yeah. to everybody yeah. that this is important. And then you have to be very intentional about it. It's not something where you just do a meeting and you tell, not just communicating once, that's yeah. a trick that doesn't. Sometimes you have to communicate many times in different ways in different settings. Some people might need to hear it in a smaller group. Some people might need to hear it from the CEO, from a different person. So the who, the setting, all of that becomes really important. And finding champions, right? We do this a lot in our work at Avia, particularly for things that impact clinical workflows, clinician staff. Like you take this work of online scheduling. We've been doing that at Avia for many years. Almost every health system has this challenge of online scheduling. Mm -hmm. But really it's more, and it makes so much sense, right? Like consumers want to do online scheduling. Let's have them self-service. But you have to remember that it's creating change from a physician autonomy standpoint. 
And that's where things get stuck. So how do you create champions amongst the physicians, physicians' offices that are being affected to do something like online scheduling? And then you can apply that to everything else that you see of like, what are what is the communication, the champions, the culture, the change management, and so much of it is leadership. Like you have to have really great leaders who can understand, empathize, and communicate with their teams broadly on this. Awesome. Thank you for that, uh, Sonia. Great tips there on that piece. Don't forget about the people. The change piece mm-hmm. is difficult. It could derail your project. Like it could, it could derail your implementation. And it's never good from a provider or a company perspective. So mm-hmm. I think that message is to both. So thank you for that, Sonia. There's a lot changing and there's talk of different technologies, different trends, which in your opinion, out there, tech trends and the technology has the opportunity to change healthcare as we know it. There's a few, and this is my work. I'm constantly scanning the environment for signals and looking at trends and really thinking about what is a combination of trends that will create big transformational shifts. So when I look at the world today, I see a few different things happening. One is this is like really interesting new technology that allows us to deliver care or connect with people in different ways. You take ambient technology, right? Whether that's ambient voice technology to enable clinical documentation or ambient technology to monitor people in the patient rooms or at home. Now, and add that AI or an intelligence layer to it so you can remove all the false positives and you actually just get real good data to know exactly when things are going wrong and provides some of those predictive risks as well. But this new technology that is creating a lot of new possibilities. Of course, AI, there's just so much potential to completely modernize the health system infrastructure, as well as all the clinical applications that I think will be a few years out, but that we'll see so much change in just how care can be accessed, delivered. I also think a lot about the ecosystem changes. So there's technology-driven changes. There's also ecosystem and business model changes. So we're seeing all kinds of new players, whether that's Amazon, of course, providing the $9 per month prime offering, or very sort of niche specialty care players that provide really digitally enabled integrated care that can extend care for hospital systems who may not be able to create access in certain rural areas, underserved areas. So these sort of new partnerships and new innovative players that are coming up in the market, I see that as a really promising new trend as well. The question, of course, for health systems will be, how do you harness it? Instead of just ignoring it, how do you take advantage of what is now being offered to extend care, to create, enter new markets, to create new products and services, to diversify your revenue. I think all of those will change the ecosystem as we know it. So in that, in addition to some of the new tech and AI, I think all of that feels very promising. Love that. Yeah, some great call-outs there, Sonia, and things that we should be thinking about. Look, what an incredible conversation. I really thank you for jumping on the podcast with us today to share what you do at Avia with insights and market intelligence, as well as what Avia does as a whole as a network to help facilitate digital transformation in healthcare. Leave us with a closing thought, Sonia. What do you want to leave us with? And what's the best place listeners could get in touch with you? 
Yeah, I maybe the closing part of it here is it's been a time when if, if I look at the last few years, it feels like it's been a really challenging time for health systems, right? You're like, it's one thing after the other. It was COVID, it was the bar- workforce burnout, is the workforce shortage, it's just one, the affordability crisis. It's just, it feels like there's so much coming at you. Mm-hmm. I, I would love for us to shift our attention to all the possibilities that are now available to us with the new technology, this sort of expansion of how people think about virtual care, consumers thinking about healthcare differently, these new partnerships. So let's harness those. And then to get in touch with us, we always love to hear from innovative solutions. If you're a digital health company, you're doing something, you think that's a great market for your product, we would love to hear from you so that we can tell the health systems in our network about it. And if you're a health system or somebody who works at a health system who wants the tools, the insights, the the support to navigate healthcare, navigate digital in healthcare, we would love to hear from you as well. Again, our website, Avia Health, or reach out to us on LinkedIn. Amazing, Sonia. Thank you so much. Folks, take advantage of getting in touch with Sonia and the Avia team. There's, it really doesn't make sense for you to do all the stuff on your own when you have right. somebody like right. Avia that's way ahead of it. The This beauty of hiring experts right, to help you fast track what you want in your strategy and, and it just makes sense. So look, Sonia, I really appreciate you jumping on. Uh, I'm grateful for you. And folks, make sure you check out the show notes with all of the resources that we discussed, links to get in touch with Sonia, Avia, they'll all be there. So thanks for tuning in. Take action on what you heard today. And Sonia, just once again, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, Saul. 